Well, good morning, my friend. Tuesday morning, and I hope that you're doing well. Welcome to the Pastor's Podcast. Good to have you along this morning. As we get started for the second day of the week, I hope that you had a wonderful Monday. And um, I myself had a great Monday yesterday. Got some studying done for um, Wednesday night, next Sunday morning, and then went soul winning last night. Was able to lead a young man to Christ. And that's always an encouraging thing to be able to do. And um, I want to also encourage you. We're getting people registering um, regularly now, almost on an everyday basis, coming for the Old Pass Conference. And uh, coming up March 21, 22, 23, you can register for that at oldpassconference.com. I encourage you to do so quickly as we are as we are um, quickly approaching that time. Looking forward to it as well. Also want to promote one of my books that I've written. It's the book on why. Um, a lot of times we... we what we believe and we say what 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 do i believe and i know that some here's some here's some of the topics i cover of what we believe according to the scriptures not my opinion what the scripture says how about um alcohol why is why it's wrong abortion um why it's wrong i'm dancing why it's wrong um, what does the bible say about dating as a christian why is the king james bible why, why do we use that um what kind of music should we listen to uh, why is pornography wrong? What is the proper type of speech? Um, smoking and drugs. Why are the tattoos and cutting? Boy, that's a big one today. Um, how should we act in church? And several things inside of this book that I want to encourage you, if you can, you get this book. Go to oldpathsbookstore.com. I got it, I got it um, linked up on my, on, my, um, on my Facebook podcast and, and YouTube podcast. You can click on that, get this book. I'd encourage you. This would be a great help to you, especially moms and dads who are trying to teach their children um, from the Bible why we do what we do. These are just scriptural answers to Christian beliefs, something that I wrote. I taught our teenagers um, on a Wednesday night study that I do with our teenagers before the services. And every one of these, I talked to the teenagers. And I encourage you to get it. It's going to be helpful for you, whether you're an adult, a teenager, child. I'd encourage you to get that. Again, oldpassbookstore.com. That'll be a help to you. And I would encourage you. You know, we live in times. People say, why is alcohol wrong? Well, the Bible says so. It's not an Alan Domley thing. These people, uh, the reason why they don't want to say alcohol is wrong because they're drinking. They're alcoholics and they know it. See, I'm not an alcoholic. I only drink one a day. You're an alcoholic. Um, alcohol is still the devil's juice. You you get around the people I've met, I've dealt with. Every person in our church who's gotten over alcohol and has become dry, they'll tell you one drink is wrong. One drink. And um, because they know that one leads to two, two leads to um, drunkenness and it's wrong. It's a sin. And the Bible says so. And this book will tell you why it's wrong. And I'd encourage you, if you can, you get it. And um, there's a lot of things in here that you'll learn what the Bible teaches about what we should do. I want to read to you this morning from Leviticus chapter three and verse three. The scripture says, and the priest shall look on the plague and the skin of the flesh. When the hair in the plague is turned white, the plague in sight and, and the plague in sight be deeper than the skin of his flesh. It is a plague of leprosy and the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. Now, the plague of leprosy was a dreaded disease. It was pretty much a death sentence when you get when you got the plague of leprosy. If you thought you had this plague, this plague, you had to go to the priest who would look at what might be leprosy and he would make a judgment as to whether or not it was leprosy. If it was leprosy, he would look at you and he'd pronounce you unclean. Now, once you were unclean, you would have to go without the city. 
And when any traveler would come near you, you would have to cry out, unclaim, unclaim. This warned the traveler that you had this dreaded disease of leprosy and that they were to stay away from you. Now, leprosy has always been a picture of sin. Just like leprosy, sin slowly eats away your spirituality until spiritual character traits slowly drop off. If every believer treated sin like leprosy, we would never have people destroying their life in sin. Sadly, many believers treat sin like candy instead of like leprosy. That's why so many fall to sin's destruction. God, God's warning about leprosy and pronouncing those who had it as unclean teaches several lessons about sin and those who commit it. First, you must, how, how, what, how, do, I, how do I make these judgments? First, you, you, you must make judgments in life. You need to know whether something is or is not a sin. Um, you'll never know what sin is without reading God's word or yielding to the Holy Spirit of God. Playing ignorance with sin is like playing ignorance with a poison with poison in a glass of water. It won't matter if you say it is poison or not. If you drink the water, it's going to kill you. Now, likewise, you can play ignorance to sin and act like you didn't know. But sin will still cause destruction to anyone's life. It does not mean that just because you say you're under grace that sin's consequences are negated. That's the dumbest argument I've heard. And I use that word very strongly. It's dumb. Grace is to help you to obey God, not to keep you from obeying him. Grace does not give you a license to live any way you want to, and God's not going to do anything about it. God's going to punish you. If you don't believe that God's not going to punish you, go down the road about 100 miles an hour. When the police pulls you over, tell them, so, well, I'm under grace. See how that works. There are consequences to sin, whether you're saved or not. If you want to keep from sin destroying your life, you're going to have to make judgments about whether or not something is sin. Second, you make judgments about whether or not something is, go is doing wrong. I know this is not popular to say, but if you have to make judgments so that you are not exposed to the sin, then you have to make some judgments about whether something's right or wrong. If the priest didn't make the judgment about the person with leprosy, many others would be infected with the deadly disease. Likewise, you have to make judgments about, about whether people are doing right or wrong so that you don't become infected, if I want to use that word, with sin or influenced by their sin. When someone's doing wrong, you guys say, I got to stay away from them. Make a judgment call. It's not that you're judging them. It's for the sake of, get this now, not being influenced by their sin. Third, you must separate from those who are living in sin. The reason you have to make a judgment is because you need to separate from them so that you don't, so that you're not influenced to do wrong. Separation is not to make you better than others, but to keep you from going down the same destruction that others have taken with sin and compromise. You can avoid separating from those who are compromised or are living in sin, but you will become like them as you spend time with them. Now, pronouncing sin as unclean doesn't make you better than anyone else, but it does keep you from destroying your life in sin. So don't be afraid of making judgments, my friend. Making the right judgment just may save your life from destruction or it may save the lives of those that you love and those you influence from going down that destructive path of sin. Sin's real. We've got to make judgments. And if we don't make that judgment, it's going to hurt us. I encourage you. Now, you need to make the judgments that God tells us to make. 
By doing so, you're saving yourself from heartache and those who follow you from doing the wrong thing. My friend, I hope this is a help to you today. And remember today, hey, be good to everyone. Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.